guys, I'm Cassandra Barney and I'm a full-time Amazon seller. I love to make videos so that I can teach others exactly what I'm doing to make money on Amazon. Now lately, I've been spending a lot of time doing product research so that I can start private labeling more products and putting my own brand on them. So in this video, I wanna show you a tool that I've been using that is super helpful and it is called AMZ Scout. One of the reasons why I really like using this is because it's so user-friendly. If you're someone who's never done product research before, you are not going to feel intimidated by this tool. You'll be able to jump right in and start getting some really great data. So if after watching this, you wanna try out AMZ Scout for yourself, look below. All right, let's get to it. So this video will be no fluff for you guys. We will get straight to the point so you can get the answers that you're looking for. But make sure you stick around until the end because I'm going to show you my exact process from start to finish that helps me to determine if a product is worthwhile bringing to the Amazon marketplace. So the very first thing that we're going to do is come to AMZ Scout and we are here in the product database. Now you'll see that I am in the USA marketplace, but if you are not located in the USA, you can change that. Up here at the top is where we're going to set the filters and put in the requirements that we're looking for in the product that we want to private label. But what I really like right here is that if you're kind of unsure what you're looking for and you just want to peruse, they have some really cool product selections that you can choose from. For example, if you just want to get the top 1000 best sellers in the categories, you can put that in. If you wanna find the most profitable products with extremely high margins, they're going to put the filters in and then you can start seeing those products. So for me, I'll show you what I do. I come here for more filters. For reviews, we're gonna set that pretty low. I wanna max out around 100. And that's because I wanna find products that are not just dominated by somebody already buying that product. I wanna see products that are also selling that don't have thousands and thousands of reviews. For the estimated sales, I'm going to say that I want it to have a minimum of 300 sales per month. That's kind of low, but it's going to keep our options open to see a lot of different products. If you're interested in a particular type of category, you could come here and filter that out. For example, if I don't want to see any electronics, I could just on toggle that and then none of the electronic products will come up in my search. So whatever products you're interested in, you could definitely minimize or maximize that right here. For the product tier, we'll keep that as standard. And for the weight, the lower the weight, the cheaper it is for shipping. So we really don't wanna go over something that's more than four or five pounds. So I'm going to leave my filters just like this so I can get a really long list of products. But if you wanted to filter it more by rank or revenue or the net, you could definitely do that. So I'm going to come here and find products. So as I start going through these products, there's a lot that I'm going to just weed right off the bat. And those include products such as seasonal items. And that's because I want to be making sales year round. I don't want to bring something that's just going to have a volume in November or December during the holidays. I want this product to have steady sales year round. I also don't want to mess with anything that's hazmat. You do need a special training through Amazon if you want to do hazmat items. Me personally, I I also am not into things that are fragile, if they could break easily, including electronics, because I don't wanna to have to worry about doing a lot of different returns. And finally, I'm not going to wanna compete with big brands. So if I see something that already has a big brand name associated with it, we're going to skip that. So for example, Elmer's Glue, that's a big brand. I'm not going to wanna to go there. Some categories that I'm really specifically interested in would be home and kitchen. That's a category that sells really well. So if I only wanted 
to see those products, I could even come right back up to the top and take everything out, clear it, and now only select the home and kitchen. So that makes it really easy if you already have a specific category in mind so you're not seeing anything else that you're not interested in. One other super important filter that I also always put in and I haven't yet is the price. Now you're not going to want to sell something that does not have a high enough ticket on it because after the cost of goods, all of the shipping, the Amazon fees, you want to make sure that there's enough in the end to put in your pocket. So the number here for the low end really should not be below 20 for a private labeled item. All right, so we've narrowed it down a little further. We only are doing home and kitchen and we set our price. Right here, these sheet and pillow sets, that's something that I also would just skip right by. And the reason being is because it doesn't have a lot of developmental potential. This is something that's more functional and how am I going to be able to really change this and make it my own for people to wanna buy mine versus this one? So I'm really looking for products that show potential for me to develop them further, specifically aesthetically. So if I can change how that product looks, maybe the packaging, the labeling on the outside, that is really good to try and pull customers over to my brand versus the competition. I'm also looking for the smallest little bits and pieces of areas that I could improve and change the product to make it better and then therefore get the customers to come to my listing. So we really want those products that we can develop. Now something that's also really cool about AMZ Scout is right here when you're scrolling through products, you might see this say trending or hot. And that means it's getting this because over the past one to three months, its sales have grown by 20%. So that could be a good indicator that this is a niche that is in a growing period and that might be exploding right now and we might wanna jump into. So let's take a look at this. We have wine cup tumblers. If this is something that I want to share so that I don't lose it, I'm going to come right over here to this plus button. And what this is going to do is it's going to add it right into my product tracker. So over here on the left hand side, you can see right now we are in the product database. Right below that is the product tracker. So it's going to store those items right there so we can easily go back to them. So then quickly I can look across and see a lot of information about this specific listing. I can see its category, its subcategory, the rank that it falls in, the sub rank, the estimated sales that it's receiving, revenue, price. I like that price point. That's definitely a good price point for something that's private label. So, so far, everything about this product is looking pretty interesting. What I really like over here is that it only has eight reviews. So I know that this isn't being dominated. This niche isn't dominated by one specific product that's getting all of the sales because this doesn't have a lot of reviews and it's still bringing in a lot of sales. I also like over here, this listing quality score, LQS, this goes up to 100. So the better your listing is, the better your bullet points, your keywords, your title, your photographs, all of those things, the higher the listing quality score is. So only having a 68, that tells me that there's room for me to come in, look at their listing and see what they did and make mine even better. So from this point, now that I found a potential product that I want to investigate further, I'm going to pull its ASIN and then I'm going to do some keyword research on it so that I can see which keywords are customers using the most to find this product. That way I can identify the market. So I'm going to come right here to ASIN and copy. And then over here on the side, we're going to go to the reverse ASIN lookup. 
we'll input what we just copied for the ASIN. And now over here, number of words in a keyword. So there's short tail keywords and there are long tail keywords. So we're definitely going to want to keep this open to all of the options. Now the short tail keywords, those are going to be the ones that are going to be harder for us to rank for. The long tail keywords is where we will have the best potential to start ranking the product. So I'm actually going to set this from one all the way to eight because you can put in phrases. Now I can see all of the Amazon search keywords associated with finding this product. I can also see its relevance score. So some keywords are more relevant to the product than others. And we're definitely going to want to find the keyword or words that are the most relevant. Right here, we can see the search volume. So how many times are people searching for this keyword in Amazon? And if I click it, I can make it show lowest to highest or highest to lowest. So in this case, we're trying to identify the main Main keywords for this product so we're going to want to see the highest search volumes first so the keyword stainless steel that's being searched just over 44,000 times but that wouldn't be the most relevant because ours are these wine tumbler glasses and this keyword does not pertain to that at all you can see it only has a relevant score here of three so we're going to scroll down until we find the one that has the highest search volume and is the most relevant so that brings us here to stainless steel wine glass. The relevant score is nine and the estimated search volume is 2,470. We found our potential product. We found the best relevant keyword associated with it. Now we're going to put those keywords into Amazon to see the market. I first like to look here to see how many total results popped up. So I know within these keywords, there are 3,000 results, 3,000 listings. So that's not too bad. Next, I'm going to come down to my AMZ Scout button right at the bottom, and this is where the magic really starts to happen. Let's take a look. Now that all of the listings from that first page popped up, I next go and check out the niche score. So the overall score that AMZ Scout is giving this stainless steel wine glass 7 out of 10. So that's a pretty good niche. It's saying that the profit is high, the demand is good, and the competition is medium. So that's looking pretty promising. The visibility score right beside it, that goes from 1 to 10. 10 being the worst. So how visible is this keywords on AMZ Scout? Meaning, out of all the people who are using AMZ Scout, how many of them are looking and found exactly what we're looking at? So a visibility score of 1 that's really good. That means that there hasn't been a lot of eyes right here where we are, which is great considering what the competition in the future could look like. And then if I toggle over it, it says 0% of our users have found this niche. A very small number of sellers have noticed this niche while researching the market. The chances of making a successful business and significant profit in this niche are extremely high. So I love how user-friendly this is. It really is easy to use and it's giving us so much information that's going to help us to determine if we want to invest in this product or not. And so far, everything's looking really great. I can come over here and hover over so that the main images pop up and I can see how similar they are to the product that we're interested in. So I'm definitely going to want to make sure that the price point is where I want it to be, meaning it's not below $20. $30, $40, that's even better because that's going to increase our profit margins. 
The next two things that I look really closely at is the number of estimated sales next to the number of reviews. Now what I'm looking for here is that even if a listing doesn't have a lot of reviews, that it's still able to generate sales. I don't wanna choose a product that all of the customers are only buying this specific listing. And they're not really noticing any of these other listings that don't have the reviews. Because I see that happen a lot, and I know I sometimes do that too as a buyer. If I'm going to buy a product and I don't really wanna spend time looking at each listing, I'll just look really quickly and see which one has the top reviews, and then I'll just click and buy that. So I want to make sure that's not happening in this niche. I want there to be potential for my product to sell even without having those thousands of reviews. So I can even click on number of reviews to see the lowest number of reviews to see if they're still getting sales. So right here I can see this listing in particular. They only have a total of seven reviews and they are still getting an estimated 728 sales per month. So that's really good. That tells me that if I come into this niche and I don't have reviews, I'm still likely to get sales by making sure that my product is differentiated. It's aesthetically pleasing. Maybe I can even differentiate the function somehow. So for that, I'm going to want to now look at some listings and look at the reviews because the reviews are going to tell you so much. They'll tell you specifically what you can change about this product based on what the customers are saying they want. So I can see here that this has eight ratings and it's getting a lot of sales even having those small ratings. What I'm looking for is where I can improve this. So I see a nice first image that looks pretty good. These types of images are great to have. They really are. They showcase exactly what that product can do. So there's the straw hole, it's BPA free, it's showing the capacity, how many hours hot, how many hours cold. These are questions that customers are going to have. So if you can answer those questions right here and not leave a doubt in their mind, that's more likely to make them hit the buy button. So this is a great photo. Now what I'm noticing is that the images are looking really great. It's showing in action what the product can do. It's answering all of the questions, but we saw that it didn't have that great of a listing quality score. One reason why is there are no bullet points here. So I don't see any extra information right here about the product. Yes, they answered it here, but they don't have bullet points. So that is something that I could do to my listing to definitely make customers want to come to mine instead. So I would make sure I have really great photos like they do, showcasing the product and everything it's capable of. Something else that's really important is once you do find those keywords associated with the product, you're going to want to load those keywords up in your title. The most relevant keywords that are the strongest and most searched, you're going to want to put right in the front. So so they have a really strong title, really strong photographs. Something else you could do is come in here and put in a 360 image to show all the way around it and a video. So the video you're only going to be able to do if you have brand registry through Amazon, which involves you having a registered trademark. But videos sell. Customers can't physically touch these products. So if they can see a video of them being touched and being used, that's really important for customers. So if I was serious about this product, that's what I would be telling myself right now. Okay, I can improve my listing by adding 
in that video and adding in those bullet points. Now let's go down and check out the reviews to see what the customers are saying. And now I can start thinking of developmentally what I can do to the product to change it and make it better. The three and four star reviews are definitely going to be great to look at because those are people who were satisfied with it, but not satisfied enough. They wanted to still ping on the area that was not satisfying to them. So that's what we want to check out. What are the negative things that we can then take in, bring to our manufacturer and improve on? So as I'm looking through these reviews, this first one here says, not sealed, they will spill, and the metal straws are not bendable. So right there, that's giving me some ideas. Okay, I know that I'm going to want the seal around the outside to definitely be secure and snug so that it's not going to be able to leak at all. Also, the option of having a metal straw that is bendable seems to be like something that the customers might be looking for. So I would keep that in mind as well. Right here, not as durable as I thought. After only two uses, the bottom fell out of one of the glasses. So these are things that once I find my manufacturer, I'm going to want to definitely vocalize to them. We want to make sure that we're using a durable product. We want that steel to be good. We want to make sure the bottom's not going to fall off and it's going to be something that's going to last. Here we have one that says that the paint chips on them. So I would want to make sure that my manufacturer is using something that's not going to chip. Another one, the finished peels off, do not put in the dishwasher. So we're going to want to bring these to the manufacturer and maybe even make sure that ours is dishwasher safe. All right, so now that we know that this has a lot of potential, what we want to do now is see what price point can we get it for to make sure that it's actually going to bring us back a nice profit. So for that, I'm going to go to Alibaba. And I'm going to type in the same keywords that we found to be the most relevant ones on Amazon. And sometimes that might not work for Alibaba, so you might just have to play with it. But let's start here and see what the search brings up. All right, so anytime you're on Alibaba, the first thing you're going to want to do is come right over here and check these off. You want to make sure first and foremost that this is a verified supplier. That means that somebody from Alibaba has actually came to these manufacturers where they are producing the products and they have checked everything out and they have passed. Now the trade insurance, that's going to make sure and help to prevent that you don't get scammed. This is extra insurance that these manufacturers have to purchase and that kind of gives the buyers peace of mind. So if a manufacturer plans to scam you, chances are they are not going to go out of their way to buy this extra insurance. So it's always good to check this so you make sure that you're getting manufacturers to come up that are respectable ones. And right here I can see one of the very first ones that pop up, some beautiful stainless steel wine tumblers that look very similar to the gift ones that we found. Now even though they're offering a wide variety of colors, I would definitely recommend to you to not have any variations, especially if this is your first listing, because it's just going to make things a little bit more complicated and it's going to really mess up your minimum order quantities, which changes the price. As you can see up here, if you're only ordering the minimum amount, which is 500 to 999, you're going to be paying this upper price. But the more you are purchasing, the lower that price gets, which with this listing, that isn't too bad. That's not too much of a significant difference. So we can be getting a six pack double wall stainless steel vacuum insulated wine tumbler gift set of wine glasses for a party. 
So we could go back to Amazon if we really wanted to and see how a six pack performs. Or we already know that a two pack performs really well. So we could even just try to keep them together and sell them in twos. Now we're also going to want to figure out shipping into this because when we put in an estimate into that profit calculator, we want to make sure that it is the landed price to us. So to be conservative, we're probably going to want to add $2 to that. So that brings us up to $5.06. So if we take $5.06, divide it by six, because that's how many tumblers are included, that means that each one is only 84 cents. Now we would have two per gift set. That means that each gift set is only going to cost us $1.68. And then down here, we can see some 3D rendered images that are showing us all of the features of the product. There we have our dimensions. I also like to check out to see if there are any reviews. So there's two reviews and both of those reviews have been five stars. So that seems pretty promising. Now, as I go down further, I can see that if I want to customize the packaging or the logo at all, in order to do that, you have to purchase larger quantities, not just the minimum order in most cases. So we would have to purchase an order of 3000 if we were interested in putting on our logo and customized packaging. Now next I would wanna message this manufacturer and ask them those questions that we saw on the reviews. Things like if we can make sure that it's a really tight seal, making sure the quality is good, that it's not going to chip. Something else to do is even to consider ordering a sample so that you can see for yourself. Now, because this is packaged in six and we would wanna sell them in twos as a gift set, I would also wanna ask them about that to see if maybe they would charge more for the boxes to be able to put sets of two in the boxes. So that might raise the price a little bit as well. Now, ideally, you're going to wanna find the listing that is the closest to what you're trying to do and that is the most competition for you. So these could be bringing in the most sales or they could be the customer favorite. So you'll notice right underneath the listing, the profit calculator pops right up. So the product price, they have theirs listed for $21.99. If you wanted to go lower or higher, you could just adjust it right there. The product cost will estimate that it is going to be $2. And then if we come down here, we can see the storage fee, the fulfillment fee, and the referral fee. All in all, the total FBA fees is estimated to be $8.82. But I will say that this is usually on the lower side and usually the FBA fees tend to be a little bit more once you actually create that listing. But you can't tell exactly what they are until you do create the listing. But this looks pretty good. The profit per unit is around $11, net margin of 50%. Although you do wanna consider that these are not going to be accurate numbers because when you create a new listing, you have to be running PPC on it, especially if it's a brand that does not exist on Amazon. You are creating this, you're bringing it to the market. So people don't specifically know your brand keywords to search for. You're going to have to run PPC, which can be kind of expensive in the beginning. And it's going to run you about 7% of your net margin. So you can deduct that down to see what your true net margin would be closer to. In this case, it would be around 42 to 43%, which is still really good. And that is all that there is to it. So you can see just how user-friendly and easy AMZ Scout is to use. And you're going to get a ton of information that truly is going to tell you if this is a product that is worth gambling on or not.